Since chiropractic as a science, art, and art is based upon the link between the mind and matter, it naturally follows that the student is curious to know what the link is. <clears throat> since all phenomena is the result of force in matter, and since the major premise of chiropractic maintains that this force proceeds from intelligence, then the link is force. <clears throat> we call it the missing link because it was unrecognized as the bond between the immaterial and material until it was discovered by chiropractic. Some sciences are a study of matter, like chemistry. Some are a study of forces and energies, like physics. And some are studies of the mental or abstract realm entirely. But it never occurred to any of the sciences to get together on these until chiropractic put them together. And it is this embodiment of the three things in one that is implied in the major premise and the big fundamental of chiropractic. That comes from um, the chiropractic textbook, something you all should be reading. Um, I think it's, uh, I'm like rediscovering this. Uh, I have some of my favorite green books and I recently kind of re-picked this thing up and I'm stunned at, in 1927, where uh, chiropractic was, right? Like the philosophy was right here. The embodiment of philosophy was right here in the green books, especially the, the ones by B.J. Palmer and Stevenson. <clears throat> and it made me think about something that Einstein said. <clears throat> uh, Einstein said, um, nothing moves. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Everything moves. All right, Newton, actually it was Newton, sorry. Newton said um, that all matter, right, doesn't move until it's acted on by a force, right? A body in motion tends to stay in motion and a body at rest tends to stay at rest, right? Do you remember that from physics class, right? A body in motion tends to stay in motion and a body in rest tends to stay at rest until it's acted on by an outside force, right? And life is motion, essentially, if you really think about it. Life is motion. So when you have people who are not well coming into your practice, people with back pain or headaches or neck pain or whatever coming into your practices, people uh, or clinic, people who, um, kids, <coughs> kids who are having issues, right, who are coming into your practice, what's really happening is there is, is a disorder of movement in some way, shape or form, right? So example, a kid comes in who has asthma, right? Well, that's a disorder of movement, isn't it? Because the lungs are supposed to breathe a certain way and they're not breathing a certain way and the cilia is supposed to push the stuff out and they're not, they're freezing, right? So, so that is actually a disorder of movement. So a body in motion tends to stay in motion, right? A healthy body tends to stay healthy, but a body, but a body at rest tends to stay at rest. And this is the key thing I want you to get at. As a body at rest, what that means to me is a body that is sick, a body that is injured, a body that is having a problem tends to stay that way unless it's acted on by an outside force, right? And that outside force is us. That outside force is chiropractic. Got it? <clears throat> so, and it's the same with back pain. Obviously, someone comes in with back pain, right? I just had a pregnant mom come in the other day with, with this sciatic pain, right? And she's like, the doctor said, um, you know, it's nothing. It's probably just like muscle <clears throat> cramping or whatever. And she's like, I, this isn't muscle cramping. And like, oh, just take Tylenol, right? That's the solution. Just take Tylenol. Now, yes, you can argue 
that that is an outside force, okay? So, oh yeah, okay, it's an outside force. So when you're taking a Tylenol or an Advil or whatever, it is an outside, okay, it is outside, but is it a force, right? Is that really a force that's coming from outside? Well, you could argue maybe <clears throat> it creates something within, but it's really not a force, right? To me, a force is something happening <clears throat> like the whole idea of a body in motion, tends to have motion, a body rest tends. So if the body is resting, right, if you put a pill on it, it's not going to make it move. You've got to do something to it, right, and then it starts to move, right. That's what Newton was aiming at, and that's what I'm aiming. At. And and that force doesn't have to be a giant force, right. <clears throat> you all should make sure you have three kinds of adjustment techniques in your toolkit, three kinds. Not three techniques, three kinds of techniques, right? One is the high velocity, low amplitude, typical manual adjustment with your hands. You better get good at Gonstead, Thompson, Mopal, whatever, diversified, whichever one you want to get good at. You got to get good at one of those, right? Number one. Number two is you really need to have an instrument adjusting technique. Because even though stuff like activator, impulse, um, author stim, torque release um, are much lower velocity, lower amplitude, right? They're still considered HVLA. If you look at and read the literature, it's still considered an HVLA, a high velocity, low amplitude force, even though it's very different kind of force. It's a very gentle kind of force, but <clears throat> it's still a force. <clears throat> Number two, so you need to master one of those two, because some people just do not want, I had a patient come in on Monday, new patient who said, um, I do not want those traditional adjustments. You, you're not going to do that kind of manual stuff. Arm, arm. I said, no, I will not. It's, I'm not going to do that. It's not what I do. And if you want it, we can do it, but it's not my thing. right? I did Gonstead for years and years and years, and it's an amazing technique, but for me, activator is my technique um, now of choice. Number two. And number three is uh, you need a tonal technique. You need to have to know network or BGI or some other tonal technique. And stop for a second. So, so talk release is tonal. Yes, it is but you're still using a high velocity, low amplitude um, uh, force to, to employ it. So I do agree it is tonal in its fundamentals, but it is using a HVLA instrument, right? Tonal meaning no or low force, right? So you need to have, and my favorites with those are like network, best, BGI, those are great tonal. And why do you need that? Because you know special needs kids. Here's an example. <clears throat> Especially when a kid comes in on Monday, um, right? And this kid, when I first met him, was so upset all the time that he'd be throwing up like, and I don't mean like, uh, you know, we talked about regurgitation. I mean throwing up. So this kid, when he would get upset, would throw up. Um, and, uh, and like the first day I met him, that's what he did all over his father. Um, and it was kind of gross, glad <clears throat> we're wearing masks. Um, so... Uh, now he comes in and he's happy and he smiles at me and he waves, right? Now he's, he's young, but he's probably on the spectrum knowing what I know about kids. Um, but, but now he's present because what happened is so his body was at rest and it tended to stay at rest. And even with the speech therapy and the OT and the PT they were doing, nothing was happening, right? Because an outside force didn't come in, right? Not that speech therapy isn't important. It's absolutely important for the kids like this, right? Absolutely important. But I, what I want you to think about is the force 
right? Right? That's what we do, right? Drugs are not a force, right? Therapy, even though it's important, like the speech therapy, you know, that's not an outside in force. <clears throat> what a person needs is, an, <clears throat> is a force that may come from the outside. So you say, well, chiropractic works from inside out. Yes, it does, but we need to put the force in first. And then the body knows what to do. The body knows what to do. So this kid who used to, you know, like scream and yell <clears throat> and not want to get adjusted and just be so sad, now he's happy. Like he can't, and what's really interesting is this little boy, yes, uh, this Monday, <clears throat> when I saw him, he was <clears throat> crying when I, when he, and I said, oh, what happened? Because it's the first time I've seen him cry in like a couple weeks. He's a relatively new patient, <clears throat> maybe like within a month or so. I just woke from a nap. Okay. All right. Hey, I'm not particularly happy when I wake up from a nap either, uh, unexpectedly, right? Um, when I set the alarm, it's good. But if you're someone who wakes me up, like, uh, so I get that, right? I get that. So he was crying a little bit. But as I adjusted him, he stopped crying, started waving, right? Uh, waving, smiling, looking at me, giving me eye contact. This is what me it means for a body in motion tends to stay at motion and a body at rest tends to stay at rest. Like Newton, I think, was talking about chiropractic, even though I know he wasn't, right? But I, I believe that that's what he was kind of getting at, is a body in motion tends to stay in motion, which means the healthier body tends to stay healthy because you're doing healthy things, right? You're putting chiropractic into it. You're putting good nutrition into it. You're putting exercise into it. You're putting positive mental attitude in it. You're reading good books like Green Books into it. You know, uh, you, you, those kind of things, right, all are deposits in your health bank account. And when you have these deposits in your health bank account and you keep on making these deposits, <clears throat> then when you make a withdrawal once in a while, <clears throat> there's always going to be a withdrawal, right? Just the way it is <clears throat> in the world. You're able to handle it. But if your body at rest tends to stay at rest, the body who's not well tends to stay. Now, you have noticed that people who are sick tend to stay sick. But then they come into a chiropractic office and they, now they get well because now they're doing something different. And usually what happens is when you do one something different, then other somethings happen, right? So <clears throat> the other day, dad was like, you know, I haven't like ran in years and now I'm starting to run because I feel like I can, right? So here's someone who was sick, gaining weight, and now he's getting adjusted, feeling better, starting to run, right? Because a body in motion tends to stay in motion. And what happens is when they need, when they start getting that aliveness, that motion, now they want to do more, right? And that's what oh, Einstein's quote, I knew it would come to me. Einstein's quote is, nothing happens until something moves, right? That's a quote from Einstein. Nothing happens until something moves. And that's really true, right? It is really true. Those two, those two things, the Einstein's quote and the Newton's quote, really go well together because movement is everything. Life is motion. Life is motion. And Tony Robbins says, <clears throat> motion creates emotion. So if someone is depressed, right? And they, uh, what if you're depressed, your affect is like this. You're not moving much, right? So you have less emotion. You are depressed, right? There's less motion, therefore less emotion. Therefore, in that particular case, it could be depression, right? So one of the most important things for someone who is depressed, aside from maybe getting adjusted and maybe maybe looking at what they're eating um, uh, and drinking water, I, this is a big thing I've heard from a lot of psychologists is, is people who are depressed or do not drink enough water, um, is to get them to move, 
right? That's, that's a lot of studies show that, getting them to move. And I've seen patients who've been depressed and through getting them adjusted, right? When, when you unlock their potential, right? Uh, because they're subluxated, they're locked. That's why I like calling it subluxation. It's like a lock, right? And they're locked down. And you unlock their potential. Now, all of a sudden, they can move, right? They're, they're more free, so they're able to express themselves. So sometimes, not every case, but a lot of cases I've seen where people who said, you know, I'm, I'm feeling kind of depressed, they start to feel better and they get less depressed because now I, I, I feel better. Now I'm moving more. Now I'm going out of the house. Now I'm exercising. Now I'm eating right. And all these things start to accumulate, right? And that's, that's Newton's law. That's Einstein's quote, right? That nothing happens until something moves. And so here's my quote for you, is make something move, right? If I'm talking to you, when I talk about a body at rest, I say, then make something move like you. Do something. To, and what is movement? Is doing something different, right? Doing something different. Like if you haven't picked up, if you haven't picked up a green book, pick it up. Did I tell you? I'm not sure if I told you. Did I tell you I've given you green books, right? So pick, read some of these green books, Right, they're on on your on the web page of, of this uh, blackboard of this this course. Read green books. Um, do something different. Take a walk instead of looking on Facebook. Take a walk. Right. Do something different instead of going to Zaxby's. Right and eating some junk or whatever. Get a nice salad with some chicken on it from Whole Foods or or make it yourself. Right. Right, that's something different. Do something different. Haven't been adjusted in a while. Get adjusted. <clears throat> so many students and chiropractors. If I ask them the question, "When's the last time you get adjusted?" Here's the answer: "Uh," or "Well." <laughs> right? Anybody says "Uh" or "Well," that means it's been a while. Right? Not acceptable. Not acceptable. Right? So you've got to move. Life is motion. Motion creates emotion. Nothing happens until, unless something moves, right? All those quotes are so important. I want you to remember these things. <clears throat> so make something move. That's my, my goal for you this week is make something move.